What are you doing? <laughs> that's my that's my uh, kind of how I prepare for a podcast, man. That's weird, man. <laughs> um... And I'm back. Welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. I'm your host, Bangkole Mokwede, and I'm joined by my co-host. OGI. You know who I'll be, it is. I'll be, I'll be back to doing this. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hope you have you been. Yeah, not bad, man. Life. Yeah, just life, man. Just surviving, living through it. How have you yeah, been? So I've been? You've been busy, haven't you? Yeah, I, I have. I've been away, what, two weeks, and in that, that time... If you haven't listened to it, OPR did an incredible I Care A Lot episode with a couple of guests, Jeremiah and Muna. Um, hosting is not that easy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how Banky does it like every every damn week. I'm actually kind of happy you, you're saying that because also Ibuka basically said the same thing. Like, because me, I thought it was difficult, but I thought it was me overhyping it. So now that everybody else says, I'm happy that, okay, it means I can pat myself on the back. Um, speaking of, like I said, Ebuka and Chinedu also did an episode on Invincible because they wanted to talk more about it, which is a really good episode. They said some things on that episode that wouldn't have gone by yeah, if, I was, went, if I was the one. Yeah, that kind of went all over the place. <laughs> I was like, is this, are we still talking about Invincible here? If, I, if I was the one moderating, moderating the episode, I feel like some things would not have been there. So they, they took advantage of my absence. So fair play to them. Um, some good content. Have you finally finished Invincible then? No. Well, you haven't? <laughs> no. <laughs> have, so how have you, have you listened to the episode? Nope. I listened, to, I listened to a little bit and I was just like... Part, uh, okay, yeah, right. I why, haven't like, you finished, yeah. why haven't you finished Invincible? Why haven't I finished Invincible? Oh, probably. Yeah, I get it. To be fair, life gets in the way sometimes. Have I been watching something else? Look, can we... Can we... The season is over. Can we not... Can we not... Speaking of football, though. Speaking of football... Guess who won his my fantasy league? Well, at least the important the one I care about. You still playing fantasy league in twenty twenty one? Bro, bro, twenty pound, like... twenty pound ahead, twenty teams in it. Guess Fuck who came off. first? Fuck off, mate! I know I'm coming to you know I'm coming to London on Sunday, so you gotta buy me a pint or four. <laughs> oh no, all the money has gone to the film. So oh, I came, wow. <laughs> I came first by two points. Who came second? Some you don't know the person. Okay, okay. And then shout out to Robert. The Robert came third. I thought it was like some kind of alumni league or something. Oh, alumni league. I came fourth. Well, who came first in that? Uh, Charles Okonwa. Okay. Yeah. I think Robert came fifth in the, in the alumni league as well. Playing fantasy league in 2021. Do you not love yourself? Do you just hear me that I, I, I earned over 200 so pounds? Want, yeah. So, um, well, yeah, no, like I said, it's been, it's been a, a stressful... Speaking about yeah, we brought up the filming. How's the filming stuff been going? Yeah, yeah, it's going well. We finished um, filming. So it was four days of filming. We finished on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So how was that like then? I always, I always assumed that I don't know, like because you said you were filming for about four or five days. Yeah. Would you say filming is like the out of like the whole 
process of making a film? Would you say the actual filming is the easiest part, lack of a better word, of the entire process? Like, I'm guessing the whole pre-production, getting all the things together, then pre-production, yeah. like editing and stuff. Filming is just, well, I'm saying just, but it's, you know, acting with several takes yeah. from different angles and stuff. Um, Let me see. So, obviously for us, our pre-production basically lasted like 12 months. Because, yeah, yeah, <laughs> because, yeah. That's that's like yeah, yeah. Special we, circumstances, yeah. I, like I wrote the script in December 2019. I got oh wow. I, I got my co-director on board in February. We're like we're gonna shoot in April. Obviously that didn't happen. Then so basically yeah, 12 months of pre-production. Um, I get what you mean because like everything is set in place during pre-production and filming, just mm-hmm. coming and act. Mm-hmm. Which I would say that filming was the most creatively enjoyable process. Because obviously right. we are also producing it ourselves because mm-hmm. it's very guerrilla like that. So for like two weeks before filming, I was I felt genuinely overwhelmed because mm-hmm. I'm having to do with like pay for things and we're losing locations two days before. I'm having to replace. I'm having to go on Airbnb and, and message man. everyone in London. Can I can I film in your location? So the producing part was very not fun. Like I, I had I did not enjoy it at all. Like filming, it was like. It's still stressful because, again, we're using one camera. So we're doing things from different yeah, angles. Yeah, still putting the work in, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're thinking on the spot, things that we wanted to do. For example, in our head, we go to the location maybe two days before and we can't do it in the space. So we have to think about new stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely the part that I think we enjoyed most creatively. I get what you mean by it. So I can't call anything easy. Like I've been done. Yeah. For, I think we're going into editing now. And I think that's like the part that is going to be the, the most heartbreaking part because... Are you going to edit it yourself? No, you... no, no, no. Okay. We have, we have an editor. We have an editor. <laughs> and I'm... So I'm going to... Give, obviously, he knows what he's doing. Like, editors are... Listen, the, yeah. editing a podcast, right, is hard enough. <laughs> you got to, like, filter out, like, yourself breathing through the mic. Yeah. That is hard enough, right? Imagine filtering like a movie. Gosh. Yeah, and well, like obviously editors, and it's only like in the last few years I've kind of appreciated what an editor really does and is. Mm-hmm. Like I just mm-hmm. thought it was, oh, you cut together different scenes and put them together, but like editors are storytellers themselves. So exactly, I'm gonna... it's kind of like yeah. you know you're cutting from up, you know, let's say you're cutting from up um down up. You're kind of mm-hmm. showing someone as you push in a position yeah. of power, mm-hmm. cutting from mm-hmm. one person to two people showing somebody's against the other two people it's just yeah, yeah so we're gonna give him as well. we're gonna give him some time to like do what he wants to do and then i hope and i hope he, he'll send that back and then we can mm-hmm. then be like okay let's try this take or let's try this angle or whatever but i want to give him some room to do what he wants to do first um yeah obviously that editing then then we send it to music and then we'll color grid and all that but yeah it's it's weird because at this point there isn't much i can do to change things like obviously i will, will be directing the editors and the musicians and stuff like that or do it this way or try this or whatever but you can't change the actual footage mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. done there's mm-hmm. nothing all the prep and everything is done like you can't bring the actors back in i'm like let's let's shoot again for two more days like so that we have to work with what we have so were you more of a david russell or steven soderbergh <laughs> well, david he... russell being a dickhead it's what soderbergh he... Did you punch any of your any of the actors? On... <laughs> no, filming. luckily we were. I'm, I mean, luckily I have an I had an incredible co-director who's done it. He's done yeah. this quite a few times, right? And he was the lead director on set. Like obviously, like I said, we've been speaking about this for 12, 13 months. So we're basically on the same page for everything. Mm-hmm. So it, I had this weird 
feeling where it was different to well, I guess most people most, direct, most people that direct by themselves would feel was that I you know these cars that have you know and when people are learning how to drive, they're mm-hmm. cars that have two steering wheels on both sides. Mm-hmm, 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 so mm-hmm. I felt like I was the other guy. And right. I could decide when I wanted to turn the car or when mm-hmm, I wanted to mm-hmm. get in. And it was like, so while I had the freedom and I, and I used it most of the time to like say, oh, let's try this, way, let's try it, whatever. I didn't feel the urgency or the need that I had to always have a point of view. I could always just defer to him because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we agree a lot on stuff. We have the same point of view. We are so like, so if he has, a, so if he says, let's try this. Like, like bread yeah. and butter. Basically. Yeah. So like, oh, I trust him. And I trusted, I trusted everyone we had because everyone was so smart, man. These are people that, not even talking about the actors, right? Most of the crew are people that have done have done things much bigger than this and mm-hmm. I'm doing it for much longer than me. And so everybody was, it was so easy to trust all of them. So I'm just hopeful that like the final product matches everyone's talent and, and skills. Like normally, so on a short film like, like ours, you probably do maybe, maybe like 15 to 17 slates a day so a slate is like a different setup right so you probably do like 15 to 17 slates a day that's what i found out on the shoot on big budget films you probably do like seven to ten right right in four on four days of shooting we did like 117 so like our our ad was like he could not believe how much we were doing so it's i think it was one because everyone was creative of free enough to be creative and like oh let's try this angle and everything mm-hmm. and also i had the blessing of um naivety mm-hmm. where i didn't know what how... was what was right basically yeah you just yeah and also do like, what you felt was right so and i my ad and uh, co-director would be like oh we can't do this many shots in the day and everything and we don't have, we'll have time i'll just be like let's just do it so that was just me. I was just like, let's just let's just do it. And most of the day, I think all days we finished on time. We're just like, just let's just do it. So mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't know better. No. So that was nice. I'm just really yeah. I'm re- lots of people put a lot of work into this. Nobody was getting paid. So all the money, the little money we have, was into pay like Airbnbs mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. So which reminds me, if you want, if you're, st- I know people, some people are trying to be dramatic. They want to come in last minute with the money. Look, you can come in now. You can come in now. You, not, <laughs> not everybody has to be dramatic. You can come in now if you want to donate. Well, we're still taking donations. Uh, but yeah, no. So it's it was a great experience, and I just I just really hope that the final product matches everyone's enthusiasm and and passion and creativity. I, I saw some actors do some things. I was like, oh my god, do you guys you guys are actors. There's a reason you guys have been in the project you've been on. Do you but, learn? Yeah. Do you learn like the the kind of technique of filmmaking did you learn a bit of that in drama school or was it just something you oh no up? no drama school was was just, just strictly acting was acting yeah i mean i hate saying this because it's not like i i know any technical filmmaking like what, what am i talking about well, i just tried to learn like i did one year of acting school mm-hmm. right so i just tried to just learn where i can yeah i told i was upfront to everybody i was like look this is the first time i'm doing anything so i'm gonna ask you questions if you say something i don't know what to mean like what does that mean why do you want to do it this way i'll ask you questions i've just watched so many youtube videos of mm-hmm. all the directors and all the incredible like smart movie people on youtube that have yeah. this audio channel so i i can't be the person to say i learned it this way because what have i learned i haven't done anything hey, who needs but... film school man gosh awesome well, i wasn't going to film school well um well, not, not, everyone, not, not everyone. i mean ben affleck was a child actor wasn't he, so he said film school oh, was, shit, was, was being on set fair enough 
Tarantino definitely didn't. Yeah, he was just was it working in a. He just used to work in like uh, blockbuster kind of stores yeah. and stuff. But yeah, no, it's I've definitely like learned. I, I've been learning stuff since the first meeting I had with these guys in February mm-hmm. 2020. So just being on set and we had some some of our friends were extras on, on one of one of the days. Hopefully they had a good time. It was it was what's your favorite like, thing about being on set? Just like one. Like your most favorite thing. I so mean, what do you enjoy them? Um, what do you call it? Um, I came into this thing as an actor. I want to be an actor. That's my main thing. So like, it's just watching people act. And, and as a director, for me, it was definitely working with the actors. Like I've like tried this way, and then and then they do it, and I'm like, oh wow, just like that. Like... <laughs> I'm like, oh wow, I I can have have some 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 stuff to learn before I get to your level and everything. But yeah, it was. The, the one thing that surprised me though was that there are some, without obviously giving anything away, there are some emotional scenes in the film and some that I wrote quite a bit, mm-hmm. uh, quite a long, long time ago. And I thought, oh, okay, when I see them being performed on set, I would get emotional, but I didn't. And it's because I'm at the monitor trying to like look at every frame of the screen. Right. I'm focused on performance, focus on like, is that was that poster there last in the last take? <laughs> so I don't have time to. But I think in editing, those kind of things will like will hit me a bit more. Okay. Everything. Yeah. But anyway, let's let's go back to why I'm talking about this for like ten plus minutes. Let's go back to why we're here, man. It's a film and TV podcast where we recommend film and TV. What TV show are we talking about today, Banky? You know what? We're going to talk about Mayor of East Town because we haven't spoken about it this season. I finally got you to watch it, and our schedules are finally aligned, and we can talk about it. Uh, we'll talk about that in a bit. We'll talk about it at first, and then we'll we'll go into the spoiler version. And then later in the episode, we'll talk about the most recent episode, which is episode six, because mm-hmm. we haven't seen that, because we wanted to react to episode five, because if you've watched episode five, Fourth, it, was big, it was a big episode. So we wanted to react to big, that without, episode, yeah. without listening to episode six. But before we even go there, man, I'm so far behind, between podcasts and filming i'm so far behind on my tv watching um so for anyone look you probably have seen it maybe go watch it. i can't tell you if it's good or not because i haven't watched it but there's a new show on amazon solos the anthology show um the cast for that is is ridiculous it's um Anne hathaway morgan freeman anthony anthony mackie so it's like an anthology show each one of them is in a different episode um i'm gonna watch it now since you said anthony mackie is on it <laughs> well anthony mackie is now your guy yeah, I find him so hilarious for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> his, inter- his interview with Wendell Williams was just <laughs> so funny. <laughs> well, we can't break up that interview. Come on, man. He's Captain America. We, 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 can't, we can't drag his name through the mud. See, I literally haven't watched any, like, Falcon or Winter Soldier, nothing. But, yeah. Because my sister's, like, the biggest Marvel fan now. And she's like, uh, why is Falcon Captain America? <laughs> I was like... Oh, she's catching up in the movies, isn't she? She's basically watched, she's binged that. She got Disney Plus and just been binging everything. Has she finished the movies? Well, I, I told her to. I told her not to watch like Avengers Ultron or something, or like Thor yeah, Dark she, World she, or something. Yeah, it's okay, like, Dark World maybe, but she needs to watch Ultron to know the, the larger story. I think she watched Ultron. She watched like, listen to this one. The first <laughs> so you know, a normal person would have watched it and like, yeah. gone on the internet and watched that like, chronological yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. She watched Avengers, Avengers Ultron. <laughs> oh no Infinity War, War. then Endgame oh, no. and I had to go back and watch other things as well so she already knew what's happening in Endgame so she's like who is this 
She's like, so who's this lady that is flying, this blonde that is flying everywhere? Oh, nice Captain Marvel. Oh, like, Captain Marvel. Like, oh, oh. But did she still enjoy it? Yeah. Oh, that's fair. That's good. So what, did the hit of Endgame, like the things that happened, did, did, they, did they get to her? Yeah, I think the Infinity Watch said she was like sad. Okay. Well, I think the Infinity Watch was sad. As long as you got the reaction. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, look, Solo, I think Nicole Beharis and that's who is an actress that I've just fallen in love in the last couple of years. So she's, she's really good. Hacks is another show that's out. Uh, it stars Gene Smart, who's been like, do you know who Gene Smart is over here? Gene Smart, you're putting me on the spot here. Of you... course I know. Of course I know who Jean Smart. <laughs> do, you know, do you know the thing? Do you know the thing? You know who Jean Smart is. You just don't know her name. Is that like a silly pseudonym or something? No, 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 no. Jean Smart. Jean Smart is the mother. Is Mayor's mother? Ah, oh, she was in Watchmen as well. So she was she? in Watchmen. Yeah. She was in Fargo. I don't know if you watch Fargo. She was in Legion. Is Hacks? Is that HBO? Yeah. So Hacks is HBO Max. HBO Max. Because uh, she was saying something about like how HBO have been taking care of her. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's, she's been having fun on <laughs> HBO. Recently, it's like a comedy. Um, it's, it's really good. Girlfriend Experience. I haven't watched this new season. Um, that's obviously. I think that's cool about like you have a girlfriend and it's like girlfriend experience is like taking off all your time. I was like, whoa. Do you think you think if I have a girlfriend, I'll just be like, I'll just stop. I'll just stop recording. You probably won't be on this. It's probably yeah. gonna be like a solo podcast. But yeah, I mean, just, probably. Like, yeah. probably I, that's it's probably this is filling up the hole. <laughs> it's filling up the hole of the girlfriend is meant to take. Um, but yeah. Anyway, let's go into what we came here for, should we? Um, kind of going off topic for like. Actually, before we go, we have to mention one thing though. One thing. Fast Nine is coming. Fast Nine is Fast fucking Nine coming. is coming, and we have I have a plan. I planned a, a fun episode for that. I've planned Did they a fun go to the moon, bro? They go wherever they want. I, I think they go to space. I think they go to space, Gosh. not the moon. I think they go just up space, and then Fast Listen, Nine think, is coming. Fast Nine. I don't know. People are like, "Oh, this Fast Nine. Why they should just stop, mate? Why should I want they Fast stop? Fast Twenty. They, they should keep on talking about La Familia." <laughs> I don't mind. When last did Dom say he lives his life a quarter mile at a time? <laughs> has he said that since like maybe four? I feel like he hasn't said that since four. I think maybe it was five. That maybe five. That. Maybe five. But nine though. The trailer for nine looks like nine is five just on a lot of steroids. How do you feel about John Cena as an actor? I've not seen him in anything. I think yeah, only Trainwreck. I think, train wreck. I think the jury is still out on him. Yeah, I, I like his personality, like his talk show personality. Really, um, I find him a bit cringy. Really? Maybe. Yeah. Um, but I've seen John Cena. I've only seen him in Trainwreck. He was funny in Trainwreck. Um, the trailer for like um, the Suicide Squad looks like he might be funny in that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really Suicide know. Suicide Squad tricked me, by the way. No, not, 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 not Suicide Squad. The first the, one, yeah. Yeah, the, second the one, Suicide the first Squad. One, the new. first one tricked me. Tricked everybody. Like, that first trailer with Bohemian Rhapsody, it tricked everybody. It tricked me People so were like, bad. This is it. We this, are, is we greatest, this is the greatest superhero movie of all time. I'm putting, I'm putting my mortgage on it. And then it came out like, oh. I'm like, yeah, this is bad. <laughs> it tricked everybody. Uh, would you watch the Aya cut or David Aya? Aya? I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but would, would you watch his cut of the film? If I'm drunk and high at the same time, <laughs> have you watched Snyder? Have you watched Snyder Cut? No, I haven't. Even, I don't think I've watched any DC movie except Watchmen because that's one of the best superhero stop, movies. Stop, please stop! No, don't do this. Um, <laughs> have you seen? Have you heard of Army of the Dead? 
we spoke about episode the first episode, but the yeah. uh, zombie one. Have you watched it? I'm not really a zombie you, guy, you know. You, yeah, me neither. I was like, I don't, I don't think I've watched any zombie stuff, you know. I watched like the first two episodes of The Walking Dead. I was just like, Why okay, am I doing yeah, this? I, I watched The Walking Dead. I don't Day. enjoy this. <laughs> like the, just the whole like bodies, you know, blood frying around, oh, fair. And, like fair, you fair. know, incomplete faces and all that. Just like, I'd rather just watch succession you know <laughs> real human beings <laughs> what? Doing this to um, yeah and i was thinking about that actually i haven't watched obviously i watched walking dead for way too long i shouldn't i should have watching it a long time ago but um I've not, i don't really watch zombie movies i think i've watched wait i think i've watched two out of the three of um edgar wright's trilogy i was gonna say yeah i've watched the first two i, I watched the world's end and i watched Shaun of the dead is that the first one the Cornetti trilogy. I think Shaun yeah. of the Dead is the first one. That's where um this guy says nigger. Um oh, Nick Frost? Yeah, 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 there Nick we go. Frost. Yeah, he yeah. Got it, he got it. yeah. He says he says he says nigger. I was like I, I remember seeing randomly on Twitter and I was like, what? what? This movie wasn't that old. Why why did this happen? Oh <laughs> uh, no, yeah, but um what was I saying? Yeah, no, I've not really been a zombie zombie person and Zack Snyder, but apparently this movie is two and a half hours long. And I'm like, why are you making a zombie movie for two and a half? Zakanada's well, problem is that he do, he lacks constraints. Wasn't his first well, people say his best movie. What was his best movie? Um Oh, the, um Oh, the first one that he did. Dawn of the Dead, wasn't it? There we go, yeah. That yeah. one, that one. Yeah. Apparently people say that's like his that was his best movie. Yeah, I've heard somebody like say that like well, he just so gets worse. Yeah. But like what Sucker you Punch in Layla, like, what didn't we? I was like, what's I, I was asleep. <laughs> I actually watched I was actually concentrating as well. It's like, what is going on here? I feel like I remember just like a handful of movies from from the earlier. Like I actually watched. Um what was that similar? The what was that um Denzel Washington one where was it the Great Debaters? We definitely watched that we one. Probably what I think we also watched the other one. I think we watched Book of Eli and Leila as well. Oh yeah, we watched that as well, yeah. We watched that as well. We what, what was that Nick Nick Cage one with Angela Jolie where they had oh, to like, yeah, steal cars. Um, gone in sixty seconds. <laughs> I remember that, I remember that, I remember that. But I think I also watched that a lot on DSTV. It's one of those movies that whenever I was on, it just like, that's what you call it. That's a yeah. classic. That's right? the movie you just, you just, when you're just on, you just come on and just sit down and just finish just it wherever, wherever it is. What was that? There was a terrible catchphrase. It's like, what do you enjoy more? Having sex or stealing cars? Then the guy was like, he paused. It's like having sex while stealing oh cars. God. Everybody went, <laughs> That's actually a line. That's actually a line you write as a 15-year-old boy. How does oh, he, he make his team think for that movie? I think it was like an Angela Jolie as well. She had, like, she had the spaces like, what is going on? Uh, speaking of Angela Jolie, <laughs> have you seen the trailer for Oscar winner Chloe Zhao's next film? No. Yes. Is it the, the, Eternals, the, the Eternals? The Eternals. I've seen it. I saw it and I just scrolled up. Watch the trailer. Um, yeah. There's a shot, like the first shot of the trailer looks like it was from Nomadland. Really? Yeah. So basically, <laughs> the thing about this film is that like everybody has been saying, you know, Marvel when they get something they like to make make it known. So they've been saying that like Chloe Zhao shot a lot of stuff like on location. Yeah. So a lot of the graph, a lot of the visuals are in camera. They're not like CGI. So because think about Nomadland, even though it wasn't like a film that I loved, like. I said it was beautiful. That was one thing that we had agreed on. was great, yeah. Yeah, and like, Chloe Zhao is someone that likes to shoot actual landscapes and actual scenery and everything. So like, she shot most of this. When you, Chris, when you, Christopher Nolan will be proud. <laughs> when you, and I think Marvel, Marvel were like, oh, we have to, so like the first four shots are just like landscapes. 
Just like really? you, guys, you guys have to see that this is not CGI. You have to see that we are actually using. But anyway, I I know nothing about the Eternals. I don't know their comic book story. I don't know. All I know is that yeah, I know nothing about that as well. Yeah. All I know is that it's directed by Chloe Zhao. It looks beautiful from the trailer. The cast is incredible, as now happens with most Marvel stuff. Like lots of actors that are very good and that I mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Angelina Jolie, Salma Hayek, um, Brian Tyree Henry from Atlanta, Richard Madden, and Kit Harrington from, from Game of Thrones, Gemma Chan, um, who else is in it? Kumail Nanjani, fairly somebody I'm missing. But yeah, it's. Well, this was the part that um, Kumail got ripped for, isn't it? Yeah, 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 it is. It, it is a very stacked cast, so. When you brought up Angelina Jolie, I thought you were going to bring up um, Those Who Wish Me Dead. I haven't seen it. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it as well, yeah. Yeah, but obviously we're going to... That's another thing we're planning an episode for. I, part of me, I've been very offline, so maybe it's just that Apparently I have seen she's kicking it. massive ass as well. I hope she's so. Like beating everybody. Because up. I haven't heard much about the film, so I'm hoping that it's not that it's a bad film, because obviously we like, we like the, the writer-director. I a friend, basically, she went to the cinema, and she's like, what should I watch? What should I watch? Should I watch um, King Kong versus Godzilla? So I threw the question back to her. Do you want to see a giant ape fight fight a giant lizard? <laughs> in, the cinema, in the cinema, why not? Isn't that the right place to watch that? Not, not on like, your phone. Um, okay. Uh, what about those who wish me? I said, okay, maybe we should watch that one. You might actually enjoy that one a bit better. So did she enjoy it? I need to get back to her. Yeah, I'm trying to stay away from. I don't, I don't want. To, I want to watch it. I hope it's. I hope it's Sicario level, man, or at least close. Not even up to that. Not not Sicario. Just just close. Just clear. It's crazy, fucking amazing film. Yeah, but like Taylor Sheridan knows how to do that. Let's do, not not Sicario, well. but let's just need to be close. Anyway, we have it. That's another thing. Clay was in Sicario as well, man. That was the first time I met him. That was first time I said met him. I said, I said, I said, we were friends on WhatsApp. Like, Isn't he on the podcast next week? I thought he's coming on the podcast. He's on the podcast next week. He's on the podcast next week. <laughs> podcast next week. Uh, but that was the first time I saw him. I remember seeing him. Kind of, he was, he was so funny. Like yeah. on on Sicario, and I was like, oh, is this guy a comedian? I remember googling it. They were like, yeah, he's a stand-up comic. That that quickly left his bio. Although apparently he did like he used to do improv before he got into I'm guessing around that. He's like a proper like funny time. guy, just like Yeah. A... Bro man, come on. That's the aim. We're trying to get into DSS. Well, I don't know. Would Why I you say? would I would my application be rejected? Yes, or? of course your application will be rejected. Have you seen your face before? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? It's gonna be me. It's gonna be Kaluya, Damson Idris, Giggs, and myself. Oh I'm going to take John Boyega's spot as the only Nigerian. Application will be rejected. See the way he said yes so fast, gosh. <laughs> of course you, I don't understand what I'm you're hurt, thinking man. about. Of course your application will be rejected. Look at you, just like fair boy with your dimples. That's so not the right explain, spot. Explain to, the, to our listeners what if DSS is. If you don't know what means. DSS is, then I don't need to explain to you. Then this is not, <laughs> just skip 15 seconds because this is, this is not for you. Oh, man. Um, speaking of going to the cinemas to watch stuff, Ebuka went to watch The Unholy. He claims he went by himself to watch it because it was the only thing showing and everything right. i've just said now is in quotes well we know we know why he went to the cinema randomly to watch a movie that nobody has ever talked about i swear to, like i was literally about to say, i have never heard of that movie i didn't know about it until, until, <laughs> until he said it until he told me like five seconds because like, really, and this? apparently it stars jeffrey dean morgan i was like i have not heard of this movie before and when people come to go and watch it quote unquote by himself quote unquote because there's nothing else to watch why has it the jeffrey dean morgan um what's the other guy from the guy, what's the guy from? Oh, Norman Reedus. From no, the guy from No Country for Old Men that looks like him. Oh, have you by them? Have you by them? Why isn't? Where's the? You know the movie. It's the, uh, their brothers. That stars with their, their brothers, or like long lost brothers or something. Bro, the, those guys are not. They're not the same social strata. Those guys are not. 
Javi Bardem is an a, is an A-list actor and A-list movie actor. And as much as I like Jeffrey Mo- De Morgan, he's maybe a B-list movie, TV actor. TV, yeah. yeah. So it's not much a movie. Yeah. Unless they are. Fr- oh my God! Can we talk about Mayor of Easttown? So we're going to take a quick break now. We're going to talk about Mayor of Easttown because I don't know what's going on. <laughs> And we're back somehow, somehow. Uh, okay, shall we finally talk about Mayor of Easttown? Yeah, let's yeah. try and talk about Mayor of Easttown. <laughs> okay, so Mayor of Easttown is the new HBO detective strict crime show starring Kate Winslet, Evan Peters, Guy Pierce, Jean Smart. It focuses around Mayor Sheehan, played by Kate Winslet, who is a detective in a very small town in, I think, Philadelphia? Yeah, outside Philadelphia. Yeah. Easttown, uh, yeah? Yeah. And the, there's a there's a murder that she has to solve, and there's also been a disappearance like a year before mm-hmm. that she's also trying to solve. That is kind of like the that's the best way to describe this show. And before we go into spoilers, I'll I'll give you a spoiler before we go into spoilers. Obira, what, do you, do you like the show? I love the show. Why do you show. Why do you love the show? Well, anything like you know, police was well, not police procedural like crime drama trying yeah. to find you know who killed somebody or who's missing and all this stuff like that it's just i just i'm in i'm mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. um yeah I, I, was, I don't know if there's a reason i this show just reminds you of like true detective in some kind of way oh really yeah i do like it just it's not I as just, dark as true detective definitely though. not as dark definitely yeah. not as dark but it's it's just um it's you know extremely flawed and yeah. you know broken characters trying to solve a case yeah that's and... i mean hbo has they have this this genre yeah. down they, they know what they, they know did what you watch up objects no you that was on my list you should that was on my list. amy adams masterclass you should that watch was that on my list yeah you should watch that um i thought they're going very dark like true detective whatever going light like billy to light season one like they know how to do this this genre so really just cool. trust them with like because they know what they're doing yeah they just throw in two or three like a-list actors mm-hmm. Give it a good writer, a good director, and say, go, on, go ahead. For this show, it's very rare that someone tells me, why do you like a show? And I can tell you instantly. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying this is not, this is not the best show HBO has done in the last two years because Watchmen happened. And but Succession. Like, and Succession, yeah. But this is like a very, I really like this show. Like, this show is just well acted, very good scripts. Like, it can be very funny in one moment and just, like, very intense the next. Mm-hmm. Like, Jane Smart and King Winslet are very, say, very funny in this show. That dynamic is just hilarious, man. So good. So good. Like, okay. Slight spoiler, but not a serious spoiler. In the last episode, Jane Smart, uh, who is Kate Winslet's mother, go to a funeral for one of their neighbors. Mm-hmm. And during the funeral... Oh, the that neighbors, was hilarious. The neighbor's husband decides that that's the time that he's going to say that he's been having an affair with Jean Smart's character. And we're just like, what is going on? And Kate Winston just bursts out laughing because it's like, what is going on? How do you announce to everyone at so, your yeah, wife's he, funeral yeah. that you've been cheating on her? What? I was listening to an interview with Kate Winslet and she was like, the director, what he would do is that he would just be like, okay, Kate and Jean... I'm getting depressed now. Do something funny. Like now, that's all. It's just like this story is getting too depressing. Do something funny. Let me record it. Oh, so oh. you reckon that like the funny scenes was improv then? So I think some were improv, and maybe like they improv during rehearsals, and then those rehearsals became in, into the script. Right. So like it's like some of the physical stuff we improv, and yeah. So it's like, well, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So we're gonna go into spoilers now. 
So I'm going to give a spoiler warning in five. No, what? A spoiler warning in three, two. Let's give me five seconds. That's too long. One. Should we pour one out for Detective Zobo? Well, let's just start simple. Let's start easy. Yeah. Well, let's see. You know, obviously, you know, Kate Winslet is British. Mm-hmm. She definitely doesn't use a British accent. She uses an American accent. A very strong Philadelphian accent, yeah. Really strong Philadelphian accent. So that's a spoiler. I mean, <laughs> I hope you'd have put that together that this British accent was not... She was not a British detective in, in listen, Philadelphia. Listen, listen, I was hearing like Scouse accents and I was watching Chernobyl, man. So you never know. <laughs> to, but to be fair, the Chernobyl, Chernobyl were like, whenever we whenever try. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like the first episode of Chernobyl, I was like, what's going on here? Are all these guys, like, expats from the UK? Like, why is nobody <laughs> speaking in Russia? Why is nobody speaking? And they're just like, you know what? Is even, um, this guy did as well in The Death of Stalin, Amandu Yanucci. Mm-hmm. So everyone in Stalin just speaks in their normal accents. So, right. like, Buscemi is speaking in an American accent. Rupert Friend is speaking in a British accent. Just, like, just speak your normal accent. Is that accent. Brothers, right? No, no, no. Um, Amandu Yanucci. So the creator of, like, Veep, Peep Show, all the stuff. Oh. Think, of it, think of it, sorry, not Peep Show. But like he's like he's the godfather of those kind of British um guys like Jesse Armstrong. All right. those guys. But yeah, please can we can we talk about Mel? Why do we keep skipping talking about Mel Vista? Like why do we keep going off topic? Uh okay, what so what, what do you want to say about Mel Vista? What's the spoiler you want to drop? Not the spoiler first, just like he's one oh, that's a really good accent. Okay. Yeah. Well <laughs> you sound a bit <laughs> underwhelmed by that. Because I didn't understand why you, you stopped me pouring out one for Detect- Detective Zobo, just so we could say that she was speaking in an American accent. Carry on. Um, <laughs> okay, but it, can we talk about Ivan Peters? Because I really think he's good, very man. good. I, I think, think he's, he's very really good. In good. It, in like, I think most people know him as the, what's his face? Um, Quicksilver. Quicksilver, there we go. Yeah. Gosh, I'm so washed up. Um, yeah. <laughs> and this is kind of like one of the first um, sort of, in quotations, serious roles mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that people have seen him in. And I think he's really, like, he's not, like just that dynamic of, there's the new guy in town and he secretly, you know, fancies his boss, but doesn't yeah. really make it too bait. And the boss isn't like aware of everything until she's aware. Yeah. Then they now go for that date after she's suspended for, you know, basically planting drugs at that other girl's car and stuff. And she no, basically... no, 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 no. You're, you're downplaying that. <laughs> she stole drugs from the evidence locker to plant on her grandson's mother so that she won't get custody. That is incredibly terrible i can't even just pretty shitty pretty shitty that's a lot of shit so bad so bad and like just like when they suspend her and you know you know the date is like going well it was going was it going bad then it was always bad it was always bad she was she she wasn't there for the date man she was trying to find out about the case just using the guy it was bad from the beginning just using well yeah i mean she's quite a broken yeah I mean, just broken look, down before. This is spoiler section. We don't, we don't need to go into the details of the tra- of our trauma. Anyone that's here has watched the show and knows, knows what she's been through and everything. Plus, she lives right beside her ex husband, which which is so just like yeah, peak for her, man. <laughs> so got... peak, so peak for. Then her. there's the uh, the custody of the little child as well mm-hmm. from her um, departed son. Yeah, and um, yeah. What? So yeah, like I said, I've not. I don't think I've, I, I know I've never watched any of the like Ryan Murphy shows. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I've seen Evan Peters outside of like the X-Men movies and WandaVision. So I, uh, yeah, I've never, I've never seen him. And it's like, he takes the character in a different turn. It's a character like 
we've seen it done differently, but this one is like he's not the abrasive city cop. He's like eager to please and he's like he wants mm-hmm. to be helpful. And so it was, it was a nice turn. Um, I was disappointed how late I realized that he was going to die. Like I only realized he was going to die like when they got into the house. I was like, oh yeah, this guy's not making it. Like really, yeah. I thought I was gonna make it out. Oh no, that was quite that was quite surprising to me, man. Oh, I think when he when the guy went back and then I because I very early this is why I avoid trailers very early like months ago I watched the first trailer and I remembered seeing that shot of her like stumble to the back and shoot mm-hmm. so I was uh-huh. like okay this is ending in a shootout and I was like she doesn't have a gun so she's gonna get this guy's gun so I was like yeah this guy's this guy's gonna make and I was just like and I started remembering everything that happened in the episode like he confessed about the case he mm-hmm. kissed her he said, "What do you?" I was like, "Oh yeah, this this guy is not making it." Like this guy, this, for like this a is, massive disappointment. Yeah, yeah, this guy, this guy's death is happening. I'm sad he died, though. Yeah. Um. Before we, I think we'll talk more about it when we watch episode six. Actually, mm. no. Before we even do that, actually, this is there are two episodes left. The two episodes, I was, yeah, I was going to say found the guy that kidnapped the girl from last year. So, uh, I think we did mention early on. So the kind of premise is there's been a murder. Well, there has been a murder that happened. Of a, you know, on a girl who was kind of left on the business side of uh, some rocks right next to the lake or something. And previous to that, there were two kidnapped girls who were missing, who were presumed sort of dead and stuff, and they're trying to find the girls yeah. as well. So at the end of episode five, they do find the two girls who are being held hostage. And, you know, after the shootout with the guy who was keeping them hostage, and Evan Peters' character is shot in the forehead, peak for him. Sad. Can have an open casket funeral. And you kind of like, okay, I because normally most stories would end on a shootout or shootout then like maybe like a scene after or something. Yeah. Like half an episode maybe or at most. Half an too. episode yeah. after or something. But like you realize this is episode five and you've got two more episodes left to go. And you're like, what the fuck? Like So a theory that I came across online was that yeah, they found this guy that was taking the girls, mm-hmm. but like he's not the person that killed the main girl that started off the season. Mm-hmm. that um so obviously it means like maybe the next episode will be about finding that person like she's she's obviously solved this first case that was bugging her down but mm-hmm. she hasn't solved like the the case of the of the of the show essentially i think that's i think the the case of the um killed girl would be i don't know man maybe the kidnap went wrong then the guy mm. probably yeah, but that, that means you're assuming that is this guy that did it right this guy that we saw in episode five yeah, maybe this guy's working with somebody else. Maybe he's like a tandem or something. I don't, I don't think so. I, 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 I don't know. I think I'm really stuck on that on that theory that came. That is going to be a whole different thing. But maybe, really, I, don't know. It's too I, I, I have a feeling that it's uh, like it wasn't supposed to happen. The murder wasn't supposed to happen. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think. I don't think. I think something was like it was something went like bad. A, it was a botched. Um, yeah, something yeah, like it was botched and it ended up resulting to murder. Do you know who plays Erin? That's the girl that died in episode one. Do you know who plays her? Her face looks so familiar. It's I it, know. It does, doesn't it? Does yeah. It was when someone said to me that I was like, wow, I'm going to blow your mind. Go on. So the person that plays it is Kaylee Spaney. I hope I pronounced that properly. And do you know where you know her from? Where do I know her from? She was Lyndon and Debs. Ah. So the, I think Lyndon was basically a boy, wasn't he? Like she played a boy in Debs. Fuck off. So she was that face... the one that jumped off the bridge. Yeah, that face, I was like, your face looks so familiar, but I just can't pin you down. Like, I don't know where I've seen you from. So fair yeah. enough to her. Oh, um, 
Yeah, so Obia and I are going to take a very long break. We're going to go watch <laughs> episode six of Mare of East Town. And then we'll be back after that to talk about it. Please watch Mare of East Town. It's Please on HBO. It's on we'll... Sky Go. And yeah. I'll be now TV. Now TV as now well. TV, yeah. yeah. Sky, yeah. Just watch, like, look, I love my superheroes. I love, I love everything. I love comedy. But sometimes not, 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 nothing beats a good HBO oh drama, God. man. What? What? What did you say? <laughs> Do you want to say it again? Since your, does your mother listen to this podcast? Do you want to say it again? <laughs> I'll amplify it in the edit. Um, okay, okay, guys, we're going to be back after this break. <laughs> and we are back. And during that quick break, Obira and I went to watch episode six of <laughs> Mayor of East Town. Um, what an episode, man. I think the last half of this episode is some of the best TV I've watched in a very long time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, uh, there was a sequence in which I paused, I kept on pausing because I was like, is this show actually going to do this? I mean, I mean obviously, yeah. for anyone who's gone this far, their spoilers abound. Um, so the part where Mare's grandson is in the bathtub and I could see Oh his... my god! I could see that his was... mother falling asleep, and I was that like, "That was so bad." I was like, "Oh no, 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 no!" I was like, "Is this show actually going to do it?" And they kept oh. cutting away because they kept cutting away to the to the girl and um, I think Dylan, the the boyfriend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was ch- he him and his friend were chasing, and they kept cutting away between. The, I was like, "Is cutting this show actually going to scenes?" And it was just is like, "Is this show actually going to actually going to drown this kid?" I was like, "What is going on?" The tension was just ridiculous. Then I was like, this can't happen. Come on, <laughs> Mirror of East Town. This uh, can't got, happen. Uh, I was, whew, I was, that yeah, was, I was, was quite uneasy in that, that bit. I was like, I couldn't, I was just like staring at the screen. I shit not, could not concentrate on anything. Oh, I else. kept on pausing. I kept on pausing. Did you? I was, I, I was, I could not do it. I couldn't, because I was like, this is, this is really. I'm, I was I'm just like, let me just, this. let me just watch this. Let me just tough it out and watch through all this as soon as possible. It was, yeah, that was a really good scene, man. I'm not even going to lie. I don't really. Why are they chasing the girl? Well, so obviously Dylan thinks um, she told Mare that they burnt the diaries. Like I'm assuming in the final in the final episode, we'll find out what was suspected yeah, in the diaries. Yeah. That Dylan wanted to get wanted to burn it. Um, and obviously we know that she she didn't tell Mare, but she obviously took a picture. Um, she took a picture from it, and we don't know what that picture is. So should we? Should we start with the big bombshell of the episode? The main bombshell of the episode, which is obviously that Billy, who was Erin's uncle, was the one who killed her. And apparently is that, yeah. And apparently is the the father of her child. I mean, I I kind of suspected that he was the father from last episode. Like Was it just like the way he was acting and he was like quite uneasy and stuff? mm -hmm. Yeah, I could I could sense that like he I felt like he had done something inappropriate with her. Mm, I, pff, for some reason, it didn't cross my mind. To be fair, I don't know. I think this show has done, uh, has just uh, has done a good job of just letting things unravel mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know quite carefully and stuff, and just giving you just enough here and there, rather than um, you know some TV shows where you're able to suss it out yeah know, quickly I and i mean these... yeah and also the show has also intentionally thrown some curveballs at you like some ones like the first episode or rather the second episode we kind of we, you get the impression that mayor's ex-husband had a relationship with with erin that's quickly yeah. shut down 
the thing with the priest is also quickly shut down. Yeah. Just all so, these red herrings to like yeah, pull off and stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I, I can't call this a theory because I haven't thought much about it. But I don't know if maybe there's one more spoil more spoiler, sorry, one more twist. Well, let's talk about the end of uh of episode six. Okay. Where um the friend of the girl, you know, they it kind of comes back to the police guys and they're all chatting about how there's this girl that came in early on and she brought in, uh, there's a photograph that he hands yeah. to the police chief. Yeah. And the director intentionally doesn't, you know, zoom in close up to the, mm-hmm. um, to the, to the photograph. It's hidden. Yeah. Cause it's hidden and stuff. And that is implied to be critical piece of information, which mm-hmm. would be, you know, central to the case and stuff. So I feel there's probably one big, twists yeah, coming I mean, up in this we would have in the next got, episode we would have got like an insert shot of the picture if it was billy that was in the picture for example because we, yeah. already, I we already know so mm. i'm I, I don't know if i don't know if john i i think john might be that's billy's brother mm-hmm. if the keep them maybe john is actually the father but billy was the one that killed her yeah so I don't call it a theory, but like it's Ooh. it's a put like because he obviously didn't want to, he didn't want Billy to confess. Mm-hmm. He it looks like he was taking him to the to the yeah. cabin to shoot him. So you're kind of like. So I thought they were running. Away. I thought he was running away. Yeah, but then he had the gun, and he's just like let's go to the, and go for fishing. It wasn't like let's run away. We we're just like let's go yeah. and like take it. It break. So I don't know. I, I definitely think there's Take a one, break. Like let's just go fish for like a morning <laughs> or something. Um I definitely think there's like there's one there's one, one more, big one, one more twist. Up, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I just I just feel like it might be it might be John. That John might be the Because the they've guy. they've deduced that the guy, um Billy is Aaron's father. Mm-hmm. No, not Aaron's father, the father of Aaron's baby. The father of Aaron's baby, sorry, how bad. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. He never said that. This is what I'm thinking. Billy only confessed to killing Erin. Yeah. Right? And then John tells his wife, Laurie, that mm-hmm. um, Billy had blood and also that Billy is the father of Erin's baby. Right. Billy never says that. Never we never see that, that conversation between Billy and John. So I don't, I don't know if John was the father but Billy killed her. And, yeah, so how did that one lead to the next? Yeah, yeah exactly. So, I don't know. Look, like I said, it's not a theory. Well, like, I I don't like doing theories. Well, I like to see what, what happens in that final episode, yeah. how, it, how it, it wraps up. Because, yeah, um, Siobhan's going through it. Siobhan's going through it. Going for, I mean, yeah, man. It's... it's to, 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 to find out I found her brother, that's, that's a lot. That's pretty... I was like, you know yeah. what? Considering, how, the, considering that and you're as kept together as you are, that's fair play to you, man. Fair play to you, yeah. please. She's also like struggling with like the whole do I go to Berkeley and stuff and just leave. leave. Please, man, go to California. Leave, leave. <laughs> get, out, get out of the town. Get no, out but of the like, town. It's that kind of thing where you're like, you're going to a completely new place and you know mm. nobody. Like, you're probably going to be like a weirdo. Well, to be fair, the university, everyone is a weirdo. But um, you're like, you're going to a completely different. It's like a completely different country yeah. it's like oh my gosh do I do this or... and she obviously has a, a trauma that she hasn't she hasn't probably so like and they had, to... it's kind of like they just choose to compartmentalize just like everything rather than 
you know, openly talking about it and mm-hmm. facing it head on and stuff. She which also is kind seems of... to be like the only teenager. And I, I don't know if she's like the only teenager in East Town who is not a mother. <laughs> so I don't know if maybe because like maybe, maybe she's been. Direct sales on... aren't direct sales definitely aren't aren't going yeah, up down there. Yeah, maybe she's been the what do you call it? She's been an out lesbian for for a while, so that never was never a possibility or whatever. Because like every <laughs> person just seems to be like Everyone seventeen has... years and a mother, forty five and a grandmother. I'm just like, what is going on? <laughs> I don't know if that's how it is in Philadelphia, but poof. maybe like in all these like you know rural countries. It's just like, yeah, what do you do? Yeah, <laughs> just go off school. I'm just taking care of my two-year-old kid. Yeah, yeah, things are okay. Things are looking up, but you never know. <laughs> Probably yeah. our conversations go, yeah. I mean, it doesn't help. It doesn't help in, <laughs> in the case of Erin when the father of your baby is your uncle, so. Not ideal. Yeah, not, not ideal. Not, not an ideal situation. Gosh, the funny thing is, like, what, <laughs> like, the TL was, like, talking about Game of Thrones and stuff. It's like, oh, like, I'm not, <laughs> so I was like, I'm not. What are you about to say? It's a, it's a Jamie and Cersei joke. I think I'll leave it. I'll leave it. There. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought it was gonna be um, John and Daenerys joke. Oh yeah, that happened as well. Uh, What's going on with like lots of incest on Game of Thrones? I was thinking about Game of Thrones today. I think if we're still on in like a year or so, I would like us to do a retrospective episode. Just and just talk go. about why season four is the best season. Not even like not even the best season. Just talk about like. I want to see how season eight would look in a year's time. I don't. I don't think it's fucking worse. I don't think it's eight better. I just want to see how it would look. Like we would obviously be less angry. So I would, anyway, but that's that was just a random thought that came to my head. But um, yeah, I'm very excited for this final final episode. Can we talk about? Uh, can we? Can we just rave about Kate Winslet? Let's talk about Kate Winslet, man. She's very. Let's talk about. Kate She's Winslet. British, man. What? Like the thing is, like you wouldn't know because she's doing this weird East Town accent where yeah. she probably prepped like five months before yeah, the role, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's so genuine. And you never think she sounds, you know, she speaks the kings and stuff. It's it's incredible. She's such a good actor, man, and she's never she's never scared of like doing roles like this where she has mm. to, you know. Be confront, dirty. be dirty, be dark, be darker, and be a bit more cold and stuff. So fair yeah, no, play to her. Yeah, no, she's she's very good. Um, she's actually she's actually very like like I said like I said earlier like she's the main thing about this show. Like you were saying, what's the best thing about this show? It's Kate Winslet's performance. Then we talk about script and things like that. And it's just she was like when she went to speak to Zobo's mom, and she she slapped her twice across the face. <laughs> So that whole moment we had and Jean Smart, that was, was very good. What was the last time you were slapped in the face? What was the last time? I don't... I can't remember. I don't... Have I been slapped in the face? It might have been Lola, actually. Really? Yeah, I can't remember the last time I was slapped in the face. When was the last time you were slapped in the face? <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I would... I would... I, I don't think I've been slapped since Luna. I've been punched, I think. Jesus, who's punching? But I was, I was, I was a bit drunk when it happened, so I don't remember it happening. <laughs> I just remember feeling my face a bit oh, punchy, no. <laughs> like like an hour later. I mean, to be fair, this was like, like 
12.30. So this is like the... You get if you go to the club at eleven after pre-drinks, this is twelve thirty. So this is like ninety minutes. Like so, I'm at I'm at I'm at the drunkest. Yes, exactly. I'm peaking. So I don't. So it was just a whole story, man. That was a whole thing. Um, I would say that I was neither the instigator nor the <laughs> like. I didn't I didn't fan the flames. It was kind of right. a group. It was kind of a group thing. I had to help somebody. Though. Sorry? You're definitely not a provocator, are you? Yeah, no, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Um, I have no, no. This is not, this is not a podcast. This is not a podcast. <laughs> I've had, I've had someone say to me, um, well, you know that little period where you're throwing words at each other before mm-hmm. you actually get anything physical. Um, where were we? I think we're in, were we in Brighton or Bournemouth. I can't remember. And he's like, oh, so you think you're a big man? And I was like, yes. Oh, my gosh. I was like, yes, can't you see me? I'm a big man. I think <laughs> I think because I actually got to, like, like physical conversation, I, I just did say, you know, the, the hold me back, I think. <laughs> hold me back. Look, if, if you let me go, I'll fuck you up. <laughs> did anyone hold you back? Yes, like, to hold me back. Just, so just like, yeah. It was nothing there. It was just like the whole thing was just a joke later on. Yeah, I had. But, we've had. I had someone come up to us. He was like, he's a, he's a national taekwondo champion. That's ah, running away. Of. We should be careful of him. <laughs> yeah, but we're like, are you are you mad? We're like, we're like five of us. Calm down. And that one was telling us about how he he does um, amateur boxing, and I was like, like, if you have to say all these things, then maybe you're not. Maybe you're not that good. Well, anyway, <laughs> um, Guy Pierce, what is he doing on this show? I was literally about to say, what's the point of Guy Pierce on this show? Like, we have one more episode. Uh, what is, is he just meant to be like a mayor's me, escape or something? Yeah, I think that's probably the way it's it's, it's looking. That yeah, at the end of everything, a big name to have in just in that kind of role, like you could have got anybody. So he just came in and said, "Yeah, what's that could have easily been cut out." Like so he's he came having in, like a scene, an episode. He came, I yeah. Think. He came in. He said, um, "If you need me, or when you feel free, I'm always here to talk to you." Then left. Yeah. Over a like, couple of like, swigs of beer. Yeah. yeah, like she was like, "I I need to get my shit together. I can't do this." And I was like, "That's fine. If you if you ever want to get together, let me know." Like you don't have to cast guy peers for this role. That's I'm just I'm just very confused. Yeah, though. <laughs> I felt like that part was like, what did we learn from that part? Like, how did that? Like, why isn't Guy Pierce the the um the priest, and let the priest be Guy Pierce's character? I could. I, don't, I just feel like if you're getting Guy Pierce, let's let him do more. Well, maybe that's I, speaking, yeah, I literally, I completely forgot about the whole priest angle. I wonder how. I wonder how everything connects, man. I can't wait to. Well, I think the, I think the priest is telling the truth. I think it was. No, no, gave... I think it's definitely. Th- Definitely yeah. telling the truth. So how how does it all like connect together then? He gave her a ride. Then she was like she wanted to go to the park. So he took her to the park. Right. And that's where she probably met Billy or John. And Billy or John probably killed her. Like she was probably blackmailing them for money for her son's ear surgery. Child. I don't I don't know if like like you said earlier, I, it's possible that like they didn't intend to kill. Her. It yeah. just it just went 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 mad. 
Maybe they're so, threatening her or something. Yeah. And then the bullet went Shit went left, then left again. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to talk about the final episode with you next week. I can't um, wait for the final episode. Yeah. It's, it, it'll be, it should be, it should be. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just yeah, man. You've kind of got like the whole got me thinking now about like how everything joins. I'll probably go like once we leave this, I'll probably just like go on, uh, go on the internet and just like read every single fucking yeah. Conspiracy. But that's even, even one thing about when I watch this kind of show, fear. Yeah, is that I try not to think about it. But when you, for example, the very good shows like the season one of Big Little Lies or sharp objects like i find myself not even thinking about who's dead or who killed who because i'm just so invested in like the characters and, and the story so like well, two big little lies well since two big little lies was not there was no mystery there was there that's I that was you, I need, I need completely pointless that was so pointless not as, as pointless point. as money heist season three and four I'm not. I'm not doing this for you. I've told you. You're having money heist. Podcast. We've been a money heist episode in like you four, can, four you weeks. You can do that. I'm sure you look. There are people that want to do money heist podcast with you. I'm, I'm sure it took me hard to find somebody. You can do that. Not everything has to be points. Maybe to last. Fair season enough. Two was pointless, but it was still like it was very fun at times. It wasn't season one, just, but they just needed an episode. They just needed an, an excuse to to have me on stream. Yeah, and they got Exactly. So like, there's not heavy points, but like it was it was still fun. Anyway, um, before I think we talk about we talk about the finale next week. So before we get out of here, I was <laughs> should we talk about it? I like to I try to avoid things like this, but have you have you seen the news that? Kevin Spacey is coming back to the film. Oh my god. So, uh, it, I, I rolled my eyes so far back and I was just like, this can't um, be. You know, it's, Frank, it's Franco Nero's film. Really? But he's directing, I think directing and starring in it. I don't know, man. I don't... We don't have, we don't have any nuanced thoughts about Kevin Spacey to share on this podcast. Like, our, our thoughts are our thoughts. Like, I don't even... I just wanted to establish that we we saw it and it's stupid. Uh, but isn't yeah, Fraconero? Isn't he Django? Yeah, Django. Yeah, the original guy. guy. Yeah, like became a big star from like spaghetti westerns and stuff. What did what did what did what did, um, what did they say? Like, the D silence. He was like, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, Tarantino's Django Unchained is it based on like the original Django? Or is it just now the original Django was just a sp- was a spaghetti western? Or so why did he Django use the name guy? Django? Well, he wanted to make his own adaptation of a western, but he just intertwined the whole um, antebellum South and slavery into it. So, so why did he use the name Django? Why didn't he just give me a different name? Django is cool, isn't it? Tarantino, man. Tarantino is always blurring the lines between stealing and ad- adapted. God, yeah, but um, he does it well, isn't it? Yeah, you know, he bless like I'm, I'm that's person to insult him, you know. Um, but yeah, look, during our break, we saw during the break between episode five and episode six, we obviously trailers for Edgar, Edgar Wright's Last Night in Soho came out. Uh, that's gonna feature like Matt Smith, Anya Taylor Joy. I'm interested about. I'm interested in that. Um, Soderbergh's No Sudden Move. The teaser trailer came out for that. Is that a Western? No, no, no. It's it doesn't look like a Western anyway. It's I think it's like um, what do you call it? I think Soderbergh's bag 
I think it's a crime. Uh, I think it's a crime like film. Crime, quirky crime. Yeah, I think it's a crime film. Gosh, yeah. speaking of Soderbergh, man, I saw like a clip of a, uh, or just like you know, have you, have you watched Out of Sight? I haven't watched Out of Sight. J Lo, J Lo is incredible in that movie. And I need to watch. It's on my list. I need to watch Out of Sight. And I think that's when Clooney like broke out. Oh, by the way, movie. I only recently watched Michael Clayton like a couple of weeks ago. Finally, I've how fucking like... great was Tilda Swinton in that? I have a Do problem. I look I like I'm negotiating. I have a problem, but that's not Tilda Swinton. That was George Clooney. I have a problem with this, and I don't know if I have to go back and rewatch the movie because obviously going in, I knew that Tilda won the Oscar for it. Yeah, she did. So I didn't really see it. Like, there's the one scene, obviously, that final, like that final scene with Clooney, where you. you she's just really... always on edge throughout. Yeah, the, yeah. I guess she's always on throughout, edge. Yeah, yeah. Throughout the throughout the movie, I think. Was I think it I was start, looking. Yeah, I think I was, was looking. Start where, like she was in the she was in the bathroom and her, like yeah, her hands were shaking and, her, and stuff. like her pits are wet and everything. Like, no, she's mm-hmm. very she's she's quite good in the film, but I think I was looking for like a knockout performance, like. Like it just blew you out of the water, like blew cleaning out of the water kind of performance. Correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't that a good movie year as well? Yeah, it was. It was. My question was a good, I think. What came out that year? That's what I'm checking. No, I think that's the No Country. That was, that was No Country Men, yeah. yeah no, no Country, country and um, what's the Juno, other one? Juno, Atonement, There'll no, Be no Blood. Con- there are two. There'll Be Blood, yeah, that's it. So, Which would be filmed at the same time. So I'm our best supporting actress, Tilda Swinton, one for Michael Clayton. I think Clooney was nominated for Best Actor. Clooney was nominated. Clooney was definitely nominated, but no way he was winning. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Um, but in another year, Michael Clayton probably just wins, like just clears. Uh, um, yeah, so that's that's my movie recommendation for this week. Go watch Michael Clayton, George Clooney. It's fun. What movie recommendation do I have? Ooh. Out of Sight, yeah. What? Out of Sight. Yeah, go watch that's Out of Sight. That's a fun too. one. It so has Clooney early... I think it has um, early Don Cheadle as well. Ving Rhames is there. Was Vida, so I think Father Davis man. was there as well. And J-Lo is incredible. Her and um, Clooney's um, chemistry is really good. Are we going to talk about... No, we're not going to talk about it. That's, this is not, that, that's not the podcast. <laughs> talk about our J-Lo and Affleck back together. Yeah, what's that about? As long as he's, he's sober and making films, I'm okay, man. I'm okay. I think he's sober. I don't care. I don't care what he's doing in his personal life. As long as he's not drinking. Get a back tattoo or something. <laughs> oh, that tattoo. That fucking tattoo. Anyway. Um, yeah. Okay. We'll be back next week, guys. We'll talk about um, episode seven of Mayor of Town. Also, for those of you who watch it, the boat type is coming back. And I, I have some episodes planned around that that I'll get to. And yeah, I'm glad to be back. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for supporting us. Some people reached out and like, where was I episode last week? I'm sorry. So thank you guys for even caring like that. And for everyone who's reached out to me personally about com- me completing the film, thank you. It means a lot. And for those of you who are trying to be dramatic with your donations, that's fine. Just as long as they come in soon, you can be dramatic. Um, yeah, no, thank you. Thank you to everyone. Um, Obiora. Final oh, thoughts, final goodbye. She was in the reader as well. Obiora, what? what? I was saying goodbye. What are you doing? She had to play like some Nazi. Um, <laughs> I actually watched that with, uh, with Chicana. Um, any final thoughts? Kate Willen is incredible. And... Oh, my Lord. I'm just... Okay. <laughs> Go um, watch me up East Town. It's only what it's only what five or six episodes. I'm cutting so... out my thoughts because you just. <laughs> anyway, um. <laughs> Yeah, so 
join us next week on our guest will be Oscar winner, member of DSS, Daniel Kaluuya. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Take care. Uh, the kid in the... The kid in the bar. Fuck me, man. That was not a joke. Jesus, that was they should so stop dark, doing bro. that. They should never do that again. That is dangerous behaviour. Jesus I think, Christ. I don't think we, like, emphasized how dark that was. No, like, we, did. we did. We did. I was, I was like... I genuinely was like, are they actually going to do this? Can you guys record? Was I meant to go around talking? I'm recording. I'm recording. Because no one was here.